0: Hello and good evening. My name is Kyle Eric, and this is A for Abled. So today is the eighth episode of A for Abled, as well as us celebrating our one-year anniversary of the A for Abled podcast. Last year, around the time of World Ball Palsy Day, we recorded our very first episode, and that included myself, my sister... And our mother, and we talked about um, life with Sarubel Halsey and what it was like growing up. So I have to just send a huge shout out to both, you know, to both of them, um, as well as my aunt for helping to encourage me to do this podcast in the first place, um, helping helping me come up with the, you know, with the format. And I definitely have to have all of you on an episode one day. I don't know what the episode will be about, but I know it'll be a good one. (laughs) So thank you so much. Um, We also did a series of essential worker talks. Um, We talked to uh, medical personnel, we've talked to truckers and we've talked to teachers and just to see where their head is at during this whole pandemic and how they are coping and what exactly this means for their job moving forward. So thank you for either coming to me for an interview or saying yes when I asked you for an interview. Thank you everyone who has been on this podcast so far. Now, I know we're only eight episodes in, but you know what, I couldn't be happier with the progress that we've made and um, the stories that have been told. And this next one, I really really have to just, you know, commend my guest, Miss Gina Marie, for coming on and telling her truth. Uh, her and I have known each other for almost a decade now, and uh, the time that I met her, she had just been wrongfully diagnosed. Now we, ex- we she explains what the uh, what the diagnosis originally was and what that you know what that meant at the time, and what you know and what having a proper diagnosis now means today, as well as her eating disorder, and toxicity on the internet, and how now she has learned to take everything minute by minute. So with that being said, let's get to episode eight of A for Abled. Hey Gina Marie, how you be?
1: I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, thank you for being on. Um so um when when someone when some if somebody were to ask you who is Gina Marie? What is she about? How would you respond?
1: Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm still figuring that out, but if you ask me who Gina Marie is, she is a kind person. She has a huge heart. Um, she lo- loves to laugh. She's respectful. Uh, she'll give the shirt off her back to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I. It's hard. You you really started off with a question that it's hard to even answer because I. Yes, I'm in a better place now where I know who I am, but I feel like I'm still figuring myself out in a sense. Um, I don't know if that makes sense.
0: It does. No, it does. But
1: but I know that I'm a good person Mm -hmm. um, and people like to take advantage of that. Uh, But um, yeah, so that's all I have right now. I mean, I'm still figuring myself out and what I like and don't like and Mm -hmm. um, but Yeah.
0: All right. Well then, no, that's, that's fair because I don't know, like I, I'm, I'm, I can't say I know myself 100%, but I can say about 80% now where Mm -hmm. compared to where I, compared to where I was uh, when we met originally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know that you've been going on a, a, you've been going on a heck of a life journey. Yes and, and one of those things besides besides self dis, self discovery is um is weight loss
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh when did that begin
1: all right, so I've been having my whole life I've been big my whole life um I've always tried diets here and there, you know, I, I remember my mom used to put me on a diet when I was like 10 years old, like Weight Watchers, and nothing ever worked. Um, and I would have to say that it truly started almost a year ago, where I really became focused, because I wasn't mobile for two years, where I didn't move i sat in one place i couldn't even walk um i was close to almost 700 pounds mm. and it's uh something that i don't wish on anybody um because i was miserable i was in a very dark place um so about a year ago i just kind of woke up one day and you and was like you know what it doesn't matter what anyone else says. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks. I need to believe in myself. I need to accept me and I need to do this for me, nobody else. Mm -hmm. And that's when it started. I started just doing it my way. Cause I feel like in the health world, I would say that people tell you do keto or do this or do that, do this. And it gets so overwhelming And for me, I get overwhelmed extremely quick. And I feel like I can't handle all of it at once, if you know what I'm saying. So Mm -hmm. I have to do what's best for me. And that's what I've learned, too, that it's your body. And some things that work for me might not work for other people. Some things that work for other people might not work for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I've been doing is eating in portions um, drinking lots of water, no soda. Um, but I don't limit myself. Like I'll eat if I want a burger, I'll get a burger, Mm -hmm. but I'll get a kid's meal. So I'm trying to still not deny myself because I feel like if I deny myself so quick, then I'm going to binge and then I'm going to gain weight. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been doing that and just, I don't eat at night. I don't eat past 6 p.m. Um, because when I have issues with eating at night anyway, with my anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, so I don't eat at night and for the longest time, I'm not going to lie. I ate once a day and it's something I struggle with. I eat all my calories at one time. I did a lot of intermittent fasting. Mm. I personally like it. But now I'm starting to eat smaller, smaller meals two, three times a day because eating once, even though you think that's so good, you're actually damaging yourself and it's Mm -hmm. not healthy. Did I lose a lot of weight? Yes. But I, now that I'm in the 400s, I'm eating still what I want, have I done before but I'm making sure I'm eating at least twice a day, three times a day, smaller meals. So that way I'm not just eating at one time. And let me clarify, when I ate at one time, I was still only eating smaller portions. Mm. I was just eating once. Um, So my best advice is just do what's best for you. I don't deny myself. If I want something, I'll, t- I'll have it, but I limit myself. I limit and mm-hmm. I just keep going and I drink water and I exercise and I dance and it's, I'm just living my life now. I feel like I haven't really lived my life. I ha- I was never really around my family. I, because of my weight reflected my mental health. Mm-hmm. So I stayed away from people because I thought people didn't want me around or mm-hmm all that. So now, um, I know it's kind of hard due to the COVID, but I try to live my life, do what makes Gina happy. What, what makes me happy and living my life and doing things I never thought I would do before going out, spending time with family, you know, losing weight and I'm still doing it. Is my journey over? Absolutely not. I'm still not where I want to be, but I'm can't believe I'm in the 400s because I haven't been in the 400s since high school. And I never thought in my life that I would ever be where I am today. Never thought in my life would I ever walk again or dance again. And I'm showing that you can do it minute by minute. Don't ever give up. Don't think that you're not good enough because you are. And it doesn't matter what anyone else says about you. If you believe in yourself and you love yourself, That's all that matters. People are not going to like you regardless. And even though I still lost a lot of weight, um, I'm still not giving up because I'm not where I want to be. Mm. And I'm knowing now that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It matters what I think. If I'm happy and I love myself and I know how far I've come, Mm -hmm. That's all that matters. Because once you believe in yourself, anything is possible.
0: That's, that's, that's excellent. (laughs) That's excellent. And even though you and I, you know, like you and I had our, our disagreements and our, I will say we had our disagreements and stuff in the past. When Mm -hmm. we met, you were a totally different person.
1: Yeah, I was. You
0: know, you, you, you were a totally different person. You would, you would get very angry very quickly. Yes and ve- and it would also result in it would also re- result in you apologizing profusely but also
2: mm-hmm.
0: you you barely like you bar- you you barely ha- like you said you you felt you felt like you don't really you, you haven't really lived until now yeah. Yeah. can you can you explain how it feels living with the type of anxiety you do like what like what exactly the, the, what is it what exactly does that does that feel like? How would you describe it?
1: Well, I have anxiety, I have PTSD, I have agoraphobia, and I have depression, and to be honest, when I tell people that, I feel disgusted because it I, feels like when you tell someone you have mental health issues, you automatically feel judged you automatically feel like you're not valid. You automatically think like you're some crazy person Um, because not everyone's going to understand what you go through. Mm. And I know that not everyone understands that why I don't like to be around crowds or why I don't like to eat in front of people or my anxiety or my agoraphobia. No one gets it and it's okay. No one needs to understand it. But sometimes I get embarrassed saying that I have mental health issues because I feel like it's wrong because I was told my whole life that I'm not supposed to feel a certain way or I'm not supposed to speak up or I'm not supposed to do that. So when you've been told that for 29 years of your life and then you have outsiders saying the same thing, it's like you kind of just want to go hide behind a tree and be like, okay, no, I'm fine. I don't have anything wrong with me because you feel like it's wrong to have mental health and it's not wrong. It's not wrong. Okay. It's not, you are valid and people have made me feel not valid or not good enough my whole life. And I know when I first met you, I was just learning that I had anxiety and I was misdiagnosed so many times with mm-hmm. bipolar and all that. And later in life, I found out that it's not bipolar, it's PTSD, but <clears throat> When I met you at that time, I was I was angry, didn't understand because I've never dealt with anything in my life. I still haven't dealt with everything in my life. Um, but it's also you you just feel embarrassed to say that you have mental health issues. And I feel like mental health is not talked about a lot. And it should be. It's, it's not go ahead.
0: It, no I don't mean to cut you off it, no it's okay <laughs> it, it it's it seems like it seems like it's being talked about more mm-hmm. now. however, yes. I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes people go from zero to sixty mm-hmm. they, want it, they want a straight like they want a straight answer and mm-hmm. sometimes there is none they right? want a, they want a reason for everything and mm-hmm. and sometimes there is none. Right. You, know, you know what i mean they want right. a they they want a um and and i'm not saying this for everybody right. but they want a magic pill or some sort of medication to fix everything and right. and, uh, and there and there is none it's a long winding journey
1: absolutely
0: now um let's let let's let's talk about um let's talk about your misdiagnosis okay. um yeah let's <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about that misdiagnosis. now when you and I, when you and I met mm-hmm. almost 10 years ago, can you believe that?
1: That's crazy. I can't right? believe it. I um, can't believe it.
0: Right. Um, when you and, when you and I met, you had just been diagnosed bipolar.
1: Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. And
0: then later, and then later on found out it was a misdiagnosis, but that wasn't yes. your first, that wasn't your first go around. No. Um, where, what, what else were you, di- what else were you diagnosed with at that time?
1: At that time, I was just diagnosed with anxiety and bipolar, Mm -hmm. Um, but I knew I had anxiety, but I was severely depressed, Um, and they said I wasn't, but I, I know I was. I mean, I actually had an eating disorder when I was 19. Mm -hmm. And I stopped eating and drinking for three months and I would chew my food and spit it out and I would regurgitate my food. And that's something I still struggle with to this day. And I was uneducated. I thought, I'm fat. I don't have an eating disorder. You're supposed to only just be skinny to have an eating disorder. And no, I was wrong. Anyone could be malnourished and anyone could have an eating disorder, no matter what size you are. And um so I just because of what people would say to me and it has still affected me to this day, has gotten a lot better.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it has. Um, but I remember when I, yeah, when I first met you, I was just, I remember calling you, telling you that I was, I was diagnosed with bipolar and I was so angry and upset because I thought had bipolar, having bipolar was like the worst thing you could have because right. my dad was bipolar and he was my abuser. So I thought I was just going to be just like him. Like him? Because,
2: mm-hmm. mm Mm-hmm.
1: And that's where it's triggering because I saw at that time when I was young and I got diagnosed, I'm like, oh my God, this is the worst thing I can have. And I don't want to be like my dad. And, you know, I, luckily, I mean, even if you have bipolar, there's nothing to be ashamed of. People have mental health issues. That's what I'm saying. i was so uneducated at that time. I thought it was wrong to have bipolar. I thought people looked at me differently because I felt like why go around to family functions or why be around people? Because again, this has to do with what I said, that having mental health, I feel embarrassed because it's like, if you tell someone you have these issues, I feel automatically judged. I felt judged by family. I felt judged by having like, Oh, what, what the, what, what is wrong with me? Like, that's how I felt. And I still not as much, any, not as much, but I still have those feelings where it's like, what is wrong with me? Like, why am I crazy? Like, but just know that you are good enough. And no matter what mental health or disorder you have, you are freaking valid. Mm. You are valid and you are good enough and it is okay it is okay to have mental health. Like I feel like, yes, mental health is talked about a little bit more, but I feel like people need to be more kinder and you don't have to fully understand what anyone's going through, but be more kinder because words can be so, yeah, more kind kind. because more kind because words, (laughs) words can be so damaging. Yeah. So damaging to somebody. Even though I've gotten a lot of hate over this past couple months, years, year, almost a year. Well, even though I don't believe anything that these people say about me, it's still damaging because I have my own mental health issues. Um words are damaging.
0: Yeah, I was there for some of that hate you were getting. I I think we I I think yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that, but I I no. think um I want to talk about th- this, let's just stick to the misdiagnosis for now cuz cause, um, cause okay. I remember I remember after the diagnosis mm-hmm. um you are not a fan of of medication.
1: I'm not. No. You're not. You're not
0: a fan of medication. You Mm -hmm. you know why? In cases, it can it's necessary. Mm -hmm. But you were afraid of how it affected you.
1: Yeah, I um, I used to be on medication when I was younger. Um, when I first got diagnosed, uh, for a long time, um, I didn't like taking pills. I didn't like to swallow pills. I don't even like taking Tylenol. Um, there's nothing wrong with medicine but at the time the therapist every therapist i saw always told me that the medicine works 50% you do the other 50 mm-hmm. and at the time when i was on medicine i didn't i never put in the other 50 i just wanted the medicine to like you said earlier that magic pill that's what i wanted i didn't want to put the work in so i would feel okay on the medicine for um you know a couple weeks and then I would stop because the medicine every medicine I took I took so many different kinds
0: I, re- I owed... remember the one that I think you took the uh, took the most was Abilify
1: yes that and, Mm-hmm.
0: And at that time I did did you have to correct me if I'm wrong because it has okay. been a long time yeah but did they did you have to trick yourself with food like did you ever hide it in your food or something cause i remember you take, take take like taking half now half later that kind of I thing. don't
1: remember that but i do remember that i did would have to take half now half later because it made me extremely sleepy mm-hmm. but it also like like i was saying i'm not sure about the food thing i can't remember it's been so long ago yeah but what i'm saying with like the medicine though it made me numb now if you're on medicine hey that's you you do what's best for you i personally felt numb and i couldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would feel good for a certain amount and then it just made me feel numb and I I it didn't want to put the other fifty percent in. Mm. So I stopped taking medicine in two thousand sixteen <clears throat> and I got depressed for two years. <laughs> so and then finally I started working on myself and then in two thousand and twenty of the beginning of this Year well, and it was like June, I would say June. (laughs) I mm, had an experience happen to me where they put me on medicine Mm
0: -hmm. again,
1: and I took it for a week and then I stopped because I don't want to be on medicine. Um, medicine for me, uh, one, it like my liver enzymes. Are mm. always high, and I'm just afraid. Mm. Um, so I took medicine for a week mm-hmm. in in June, and then I stopped because I don't want to be on medicine. It's something that I don't like. I don't like it. It makes me. Fe- Does it make me feel myself? Mm-hmm. Um, is it harder without medicine? I believe absolutely, a thousand percent. Because you don't have that other 50% helping you. Now you're putting all yourself a hundred percent in. It's definitely harder, but it is possible. I mean, I've come so far without it, but I'm not saying that medicine isn't good. If you, if you're on medicine, that's what your doctor wants. Then you do, you only know what you and your doctor want to do. But for me, I've been doing it without medicine. And I, it's hard. It's very hard. But I try to use other coping skills than medicine. I either listen to music or I journal or I play a game on the PlayStation or I talk to friends. Like I try to occupy my mind constantly. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: I don't have so many negative thoughts in a way, even though, yes, I do get them, but you know what I mean? Like trying to occupy my mind more so I don't have to, you know, get so, so depressed. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. No,
0: it does. So let's talk about these. Let's talk about the coping mechanisms. Let's get to the, let's get to the, let's get to the fun stuff before we go back down the, you know, back down that that. Okay. Um, so, all right. So you said that you, you're a gamer
1: yes same. Right. you're mm-hmm.
0: a game you're, you're a yes. gamer um yes. you also uh you also love music anything particular
1: um. No, you know what? I love all types of music. I listen to the lyrics
0: mm-hmm.
1: instead of like the beat. I'm more of like a lyric
0: listener. I don't know
1: if that makes sense, but it's like
0: a, you're you're a, you're a you're a yeah exactly yeah right. like
1: yeah like yeah. if the lyrics because I try to connect with every song, mm-hmm. and I listen to the lyrics and the words and the passion behind it. So that's what I go for. I don't really go by the beat. I go for the lyrics. Um, So, but I like all types of music. It's just whatever feels good. I'll listen to it. Like whatever sounds like the lyrics is how I'm feeling at that time. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm listening to.
0: Um, you know, you, you, it's a, it's a mood for you.
1: Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Absolutely.
0: so so is there any, is there any artist, that you're listening to right now, that you know that that's been that's been helping.
1: <sighs> well, there's a lot. Like, but...
0: <laughs> like who, who's on the top of your playlist? Like, if you were to make, if you were to make a play a playlist for songs to cope with, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To help you, know, to help you cope. Who would be at the top of the playlist?
1: I really like Ashley Tisdale. I know people are like, oh, isn't she from Disney? Yes, but her song. um, love me, let me go. And voices in my head are the epitome of an anxiety song that you need to listen to Mm -hmm. words, the voices in my head, like just that song, because it's, and, and let it love me, let it go. Mm -hmm. It's just epitome of an anxiety feel. And you just, every word she says, you just feel it, like just believe in yourself and love yourself. So i love ashley tisdale those two songs are my top favorite from her i listen to um gabby hannah i know a lot of people are like oh yeah she's from youtube uh i like her song I, when i'm down, i listen to the song called monster it's mm-hmm. very good because it makes you feel like you're not but that people think you're a monster. it's just i don't know how to describe it but it's amazing um um, let's see. What's another good feel song? Uh, I actually like the song from Dixie D'Amelio, Be Happy. It's actually a really good song because she's basically saying like it's okay not to be happy all the time and I really like that. That's been my new like top favorite um song that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what other good songs. There's so many. Um, Andy Grammar, um, Don't Give Up On Me or You, Don't Give Up On You, mm. Me, that song. Yeah, that's a very good song. Um, mm, I like that song too. I listen to a lot of different type of music. So I'm trying to like, I I have a playlist, but I, my phone's off right now. I was going to yeah. go look at that. But um just any feel good music, basically, you know. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Mm-hmm. And one other thing, I know that you absolutely love. Yes. You're a dancer.
1: I love to dance. You love, you love to <laughs> I dance. Do. You
0: love to dance. Yes. You love to choreograph dancing. I do. Your, dancing I is do. in your family history.
1: Yes. So, yes.
0: Yeah. So talk. So talk about that. How does that? How does that make you feel? Do you? Do you? Like to just you know just freestyle it or do you like to do choreography more? What? do you, What? what do you, uh-huh.
1: A little bit of both I would say like both but dancing for me has always been a passion of mine as well I've been dancing since I was two years old my grandparents owned the dancing studio um I just I love to feel the music and just dance and have fun and I always wanted to portray that it didn't matter what size you are, you yeah. can dance. Don't say you can't do something because you can. I mean, when I was 600 pounds, I was still dancing. Like I, I didn't, yeah. right. Like I don't stop just because, you know, I was very big at one point in my life. Like I wanted to show that it didn't matter. Like you could still dance. You could still do something. society makes you think that all you have to be is a stick figure or a model no yeah okay yes we all want to be healthy but just because you're big doesn't mean you're not healthy and if you want to dance and you're a big girl big guy you do it you do you you be confident you show the world that you can do whatever anything anything you put your mind to and that's what I always wanted to portray because it doesn't matter. Like if you're, if you love it and you're having fun, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. That's it.
0: Right. Now you know? that, while well, you know, while that is, while well, that is great. And I totally agree with that. Cause I, um, I saw a lot of your, you know, a lot of your, uh, choreography in the past <laughs> I'm not saying that, yeah, I, 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 say, <laughs> In the past year or so, like you, yeah, like no doubt, people she is down. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> it, it's, not, it's, it's not even, a, it's not even a question. This girl can, right? Meet, you know what yeah. I mean? This, this oh, thank, you. So, thank you. So, you know, follow her on TikTok. Um,
1: but, <laughs> yes, you know, follow me on TikTok. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna mention, you know, I was gonna
0: <laughs> mention the TikTok. Your TikTok has also become a. Would would you consider your 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 TikTok? a uh, a coping mechanism as well
1: it is I mean it is I just love to just have fun on there like I don't take it so seriously I just dance I want to spread positivity and I'm amazed that I love TikTok I kind of just downloaded it to a couple months ago just to download it did not think I would be where I am today on TikTok at all But TikTok is so much fun. You could just be yourself and just live life and have fun. And yeah, I mean, I get like, there's people who say stuff, but you just ignore it, take your comments off, whatever. But I just, I love it. I really love it. It's a positive outlook for me because I want to show people that, yeah, even though I lost a lot of weight, I'm still dancing. I'm still living my life and you can too.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of speaking of losing weight now, while there are people who judge bigger people for the weight they have, there's also the opposite side of that same coin where people come out and they will, um, you know, for those who are saying, you know, who shout out body positivity, love yourself who you are, blah, blah, blah. And then then a celebrity or somebody comes out and they and they have lost like a massive amount of weight right
1: right Mm -hmm. and next
0: thing you know they're being put through the ringer because they lost that weight now the two the the two that come to mind are um actress rebel wilson and and um and the singer adele if you look at if you look at them today they they, um i recently saw pictures of their of their weight loss right and to me they both look great the way they were but the thing is they wanted to you know they wanted to you know, they wanted to lose some some weight. They wanted to, get, you know, they wanted to get healthier or what their definition of health of, of of healthy is. And people were on social media and Twitter berating them with negative comments. What do you what do you what do you say to that?
1: Um, well, people are going to not like you no matter what you do. You could lose a ton of weight. You can even be the normal weight for your height. It doesn't matter. People are just cruel. Mm -hmm. Don't let that stop you from doing anything you put your mind to. I mean, everyone gets bullied. Okay. And this is what I've said for the longest time. Everyone gets bullied. Even the bullies who are bullying you, they get bullied too and they're lashing out because they're getting bullied so they're going to bully you to try to make themselves feel better is it right absolutely not absolutely not but just because you get hate or just because people want to say stuff don't stop doing what you're doing just because other people don't approve or don't or don't like it mm-hmm. i'm never going to stop i'm never going to stop i have i dumbly dumbly deleted my YouTube channel. I used to have a YouTube channel that had almost 5,000 subscribers and I was monetized, which means I made money from it. And I got so much hate and I dumbly deleted it.
0: And I, I, I remember
1: <laughs> I'm learning from that now.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that wasn't even, that was a, man, that was almost a year ago that the, the original yep. channel, your, yep. your original channel, I remember cause I was the editor you know not trying to brag but uh you know <laughs> uh, but that that first that first channel it got so much it got so much on on both sides of the spectrum it got so much love right yeah and it got hate too but it got more love than it did hate but it seemed like to it seemed like to me for a while that's all you focused on you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. like like you started off with, you started off with dance, you started off with just dance videos, cooking videos, funny, fa- you know, funny family videos, and, you know, and and stuff like that. You even got your, your, your mom and, and your, your, your sister and your brother in law, everybody in, everybody in it having fun. You collaborating with your brother, who is an awesome editor in his own right, mm-hmm. and who is also, um, <clears throat> Who uh, your your sister um, and and your brother in law? They've both been uh, guests on this before. They were mm-hmm. um, they were part of the essential workers discussion, right. right? So shouts out to them, big ups to them. Um, and all you know, and all y'all seemed like you were just having a good, you know, just having a good time mm-hmm. on you know on camera. I remember before you were being like you being so nervous to do it because you didn't I know was. how people were going to. I was. Yeah.
1: And at that time when I was doing YouTube, I was still in mobile and I was showing people. I literally took my first steps on YouTube basically again. Mm -hmm. And people saw that people saw me from being in mobile and just sitting there all the time to walking out of the side of my house for the first time, dancing, standing up for the first time. I still have all those videos. I really wish I didn't delete my channel, but people who truly followed me from the beginning knew everything. Cause I showed them literally from being immobile to walking. Mm-hmm. They, like it sounds silly, but they saw my first steps, my first thing. And it was fun. It was fun back then. I, it, it was, I loved it. I miss it. I've been thinking about doing it again. I'm nervous, but I TikTok now that I do TikTok, it's been becoming like I'm showing people who I am again,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like I'm refining myself with that too. You know what I mean? So,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now that we've 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 talked about the we've talked about the fact that you had a history on you know on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk let's talk about what made you what made you leave. What 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 was it that made you say, you know what? No, screw this. I ain't dealing with this anymore. Delete the channel. Um,
1: my mental health. Because
0: I, What was the breaking? I
1: my mental health because I was getting a lot a lot a lot of hate for things that were not true about me. Mm-hmm. Um, defamation of character and I couldn't handle it. I wasn't strong enough to just ignore it. I was already in a really bad way. Um, my dad just passed away. And I already, like, there's already so many other things going on around me mentally mm-hmm. that the hate and the bullying, and even though knowing that everything these people were saying were not true, yeah. it got to me. And from my own mental health I had to just get rid of it. I got rid of that. I got rid of my Instagram. I got rid of everything because I couldn't handle it. I could not handle it.
0: So you did a full purge.
1: I did. I did. I did a full purge. I, I couldn't handle it. I wasn't, back then, I was not strong enough. I was not strong enough to just keep going and, have all these lies spread about me and that were not true because people truly knew how i was and i felt like i felt like people were picturing me as some nasty person who like just it felt like people were just portraying me as something i'm not Mm. and even though i was showing who i was I felt like it didn't matter because people already knew everything about me. Well, they thought they knew everything about me because there's all lies. Mm -hmm. But I felt like I couldn't even be myself because I just wasn't strong. So, for my own mental health, I backed away for a while Mm -hmm. and then I tried to do it again. And that was the most biggest mistake of my life again. Mm -hmm. Um, Because i was doing good i only had like 200 subscribers that didn't matter to me i always say i rather true people following me than fake people following me like if you really don't like me i don't understand why you're gonna watch me Mm -hmm. but um i remember that the time i came back i was doing good i was doing a 21 day challenge I was doing a 21 day challenge. I was losing weight. I, at this point, I was still in the 500s. Mm-hmm. Um, I was losing weight. I was showing people, you know, I was vlogging. I, it was just a different vibe. I felt so good. And then everything just kind of crashed onto me all at once. And I attempted suicide. And at that time when I did, I had these so-called friends who Mm. wanted me to show proof of my discharge papers, who didn't believe me, who this person made a video about me bashing my mental health, saying that I lied, saying that I was fake, saying that all this nasty stuff and exploiting me in a bad way when I used to talk to them out of confidence when I was having a panic attack and they took my words when I was in a dark place and used it against me and made a live about me and made this nasty video about me. Now, someone who struggles with your mental health, first of all, if they're your true friends, they would never ask you for to show your discharge papers. Second, if they were your true friends, even if it didn't make sense to them, why are you making me feel like I wasn't valid? Literally making fun of my mental health. Literally making fun of my mental health. Now, mind you, these people have their own mental health issues, but they were trying to exploit mine. Mm -hmm. And I again tried to defend myself and my video. They have reported my video for inappropriate content, but How? yet...
0: Wait, wait. Yes. Okay, this, yes. this, is, this is new to me. I, uh, yes. Hold on. Yes. What made it inappropriate? Yes.
1: I don't know, because I was crying and I was apologizing and I was speaking up. Speaking up. So I felt like they took my voice away. They didn't want me to speak up. They didn't want me that because they knew... These people knew that my name got a bad rep on YouTube, knowing that all these lies about me, and they friggin' reported my video for inappropriate content, but I had so many people report their video, and that video is still up to this day, because you want to know why that person who has it up knows that my name will get them views, so that is why it's still up. And it's disgusting, it's yeah. disgusting because they have their own mental health issues
0: as as do we all really exactly i
1: and that's I, the th- it, what I'm trying to say is even if it doesn't make sense to somebody, don't ever make feel like someone is not valid, and that's how they made me feel like I was not valid, like my mental health like I said earlier was an embarrassment they triggered me so much and that's, and how I don't understand how people like that could get away with it. If you don't believe me or it doesn't make sense to you, or if you're my true friend, you should have been there for me and not trying to exploit me just for views. That's disgusting.
0: Mm.
1: And that's the only reasons why it's hard for me to come back. I don't care what any other hate videos are about me, but when you're speaking about my mental health like that, that's what bothers me because i'm such an advocate for mental health
0: yeah i know that the internet period can be a toxic place if you let it absolutely and 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 youtube as a platform Mm -hmm. youtube as a as as a platform can be very it can be very toxic i Mm -hmm. um was i was well at well as you know i was on youtube for a number of years right and before I was just frustrated because I didn't think I was getting the views I thought certain videos would get. Right. You know? But then, what really, what really got to me were were just people thinking that you know that they they knew me like like I would do a review. Well, as you you are you already know this. I like talking about cartoons. I like talking about nerdy stuff. Right. So yeah. I so I would do like reviews on say something like Ninja Turtles or something. Somebody didn't like it, and they would tell me to go kill myself. <gasps> no, I'm I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead serious. And I laughed it, I laughed it off because I knew one thing. Okay. Number one, I know that, you know what how old I am. I know how old mm-hmm. I am. I know my, you know, I know my I know that I'm still into a lot of the stuff I was into as a kid. Mm-hmm. It do- it shouldn't matter because I'm living my, I'm living my life. I'm not living, you know, I'm I'm not living with my parents. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, and no, and no offense to anybody that still is. I'm not living my, with my parents. I'm paying my own bills. I'm living, I'm living on my own. I'm independent. And yes. I like the stuff that I do. So freaking what, what is your, you know, what is your problem with me? Oh, and there would be people who, who got at me because I didn't like or understand um, certain you know, like certain, uh, you know, like certain songs that were coming out. I've been around, you know, I've been around for 33 years. I know, you know, I, I, and I love music, you know, just -hmm. because I say I don't like something that doesn't mean that you don't have the right to like it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it would be like, you know, one person would, would come in and, and insult me and then another person would defend me. And it got to a point where I made a, I made a video about, uh, like a certain art, not even a certain artist, a artist, it was saying I didn't know who the artist was because they had won an award for a song and I was confused as to why another person didn't win, right? Next thing you know, I would get like, oh, this guy doesn't know music, shut the F up, blah, 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 blah. So I would get people that would, you know, and they would, and next thing you know, someone called me retarded in the same. <gasps> like, oh, I've been pissed. <laughs> but, but then, no, but then I, I deleted the video. And the funny thing was, Mm -hmm. at the time, I was monetized too. That video was making money. Mm -hmm. I should have just left it alone, but Mm -hmm. but it got to me.
1: Yeah, it gets to you. Words are damaging. That's what I say. Words are damaging. People don't realize words are damaging. Even if you try to ignore it, it still hurts. And yes, they're just words, but they're damaging. They can damage someone. They can damage someone.
0: Admit, like you're admit, like which, which, which we call it emotional damage. Yep. Can be just as bad or worse than physical. Yeah. And yeah, like sometimes it may seem like, you know, Oh, just get, you know, just get over it. But that, that term get over it is bull. Yeah. Cause you don't, you don't know that you don't know what this per what, the, what, what exactly this person has gone through and what else is going on through their head. Because we and I and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that talking about mental health, while it's while we are able to talk about it more than we have, it's still taboo in certain areas. Like for mm-hmm. like for example, if I told somebody that I was in ther- that I was in therapy, some would tell some would tell me that you know oh good you know good for you that's great, and then you have others who would look at you strange. Mainly because of cultural differences, they don't want to be depicted as as crazy or you know or anything else like that. Because you know, because not too long, not that long ago, if you were considered that, you'd end up in the hospital, right? Now some people do need it, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, and, and 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 others are you know are just are you know trying to figure out different ways to 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 cope. Like like I know people that have gone through horse therapy. I've known people that have gone through group therapy, cow therapy, one on one, you know, one on one therapy, whatever works for you, whatever works for you. I even know people who after um, certain relatives died, they stopped going to therapy. Now, you think that that would make them say, you know what, Uh, can I I I need to see you more than just once a week or more than, you know, more than twice. Because sometimes you just need to vent. And other times people just want to be left alone. Now, I can understand, I can understand that too, but we all have those, you know, we all have those times where it's like, we don't know what to do. We we don't know what to do. We don't know who to trust. We don't mm-hmm. know who to, we don't know who to talk to, but let's talk about, let's talk about family. Okay. Your family. Now I've met portions of your family, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, like I said, big ups to you know, big ups to your bro, big ups to your brother in law, big ups, to, big ups to your sister Allie, big ups to your mom, you know, that's J mom right there, big ups to her, yes. you know, she, she, you know they they all, you know, welcomed me with open arms, and I was just mm-hmm. your you know, and I was just your friend, and mm-hmm. now like they're like extended, they they can be like extended family to me, you know what I'm saying? Um, but when you were wrongfully died, you know, when you were wrongfully diagnosed with bipolar and stuff would happen, you would take it out on, you would take it on, take it out on people closest to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's gotten better since then? or?
1: Yes, I do. I feel like, I feel like back then when I was, I feel like I, I still didn't deal with a lot of things I've been going through. And so I took it out on my family and I was nasty to them or I just would rage and be so hateful. And even though like every time I came off nasty, I would apologize immediately because I regret. Sometimes I don't think before I speak mm-hmm. and I regret when I'm nasty to someone because I don't mean to and all that. But I feel like now I don't do that. I my family has always been there for me and supporting me and loves me unconditionally that it's not their fault for what happened to me Mm. and I don't blame them and they don't blame me. And I feel like we've have gotten a better relationship now. Um, You know, and it's like, I feel like we're all very close Um, some people may say too close because we love spending, we all love spending time together, but, um, family is very important to me. Um, so, I mean, it's gotten a lot better. I feel like we can actually talk and I'm not raging out on them for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, I think just when I was younger, I just didn't understand everything, and so I was just trying to lash out for attention because I felt like I wasn't getting attention. Mm. So I would do anything possible, even if it was negative attention.
2: Mm.
1: Um, but now it's, I'm, I, you know, I, i definitely have matured yep. and I don't do that. And we're very, we're closer than ever now than I feel like we have ever been, even though we all have been close, but I definitely feel like it's gotten closer.
0: Ah. Nah, I, you know what? No, I've, I've noticed a difference in these past mm-hmm. nine years. You know, I know, I know, I know, you know, like, I know you and I, we haven't been friends for ever, but you know, I do feel like, you know, your, your family is close to me too. I do. I have noticed a difference. Um, so your, your model, your model, the, 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 the code that you live by the mm-hmm. credo is minute by minute.
1: Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm.
0: Would you mind explaining to people? Now they might already have an idea because that has been, you know, because parts of that have been used, but how do you, what how do you use it? Like how would you desc- how, how do you describe that? What does that mean to you?
1: All right. Well, minute my minute is my favorite quote and I feel like how it means to me is every minute is different. Um, and you have to take things one minute at a time because every minute is different and it's like one minute you could be okay, the next minute you can't. Um, So I feel like it's important to just not overwhelm yourself so much and literally take it minute by minute. Don't stress it, don't rush it, don't be patient with yourself. Um, Things happen in time. Um, that's the best way I can explain it. It's just be patient. Like, you know, and, and if you you always, if, even if you think you can never do something, you can. Did Mm -hmm. I ever think that I could walk or dance ever again or be in the 400s or be uh, where I am today doing school and living a better, healthy, happy life? Mm -hmm. No, no, I never thought that in a million years. But I literally just took it one minute at a time mm. and knew that I can do this and I'm not going to overwhelm myself and I'm going to do it.
0: That's excellent, G. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So you mentioned school. You recently went back to school. Talk about that. What, 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 are, you, what are you up to? What are you, what are you majoring in? What's your goal?
1: Uh, I want to be a social worker. Uh, my goal is to open up my own business. I want to create a center for kids, teens, adults, everybody, disabled, uh, autism, like everyone, just everyone. And I want to create a space where it's a safe space where people can come and hang out and do activities and feel loved and welcomed and supported and talk about their mental health or whatever, just, a safe environment for people. Mm -hmm. I feel like we need more of that in the world and that's what I want to do. And that is my goal. That is my goal. And that is why I'm doing what I'm doing to um, become a social worker because I want to help people. I love to help people. It makes me happy. And I just want to create a place for people to come and feel safe and that they're loved and they're supported.
0: Nice. Nice yeah. so obviously you're working well you're 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 working from home mm-hmm. um so how has how like what was what was um quarantine like for you I know I know you're you you live in you live in the state of New Jersey yes and that was a hot spot for a minute
1: yeah
0: right yes. so so what what was that what was that like for you? Or was that just another day because well you're used to being inside?
1: <laughs> um <laughs> well uh let's see. Um at first when the whole COVID started, I was in Texas. And at that oh, time yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was in Texas. So um,
0: that was another hotbed.
1: It well, it didn't get worse until we left. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I was there, I was mostly always in the house anyway, because I didn't really want to like when it happened, of course, at first we didn't even want to go anywhere. So we stayed in. And then when we left and we came back to Jersey, we got tested, um, and just to make sure, and we were negative. Um, but living with, New Jersey and it was a hot spot I mean it's still it's I think it's starting to get back up there um honestly I have gone out of the house I mean I wear my mask and I'm safe and I'm social distancing and washing my hands but um I still stay in but um I live my life a little bit you know I do go out but I don't know it's the whole COVID thing is very depressing. It's sad. Um but I don't know. I'm I'm such a homebody and now I'm kinda not because so now I really do I go places now, but I don't know. It doesn't I don't know. It, it's hard because now that I go out, I'm you know, am wearing my I don't go out like gallivanting and going to a million places but I when I go out I wear my mask and I social distance and wash your hands and yes wearing a mask can be so annoying I get it but just be safe if you're not if you're feeling not good don't go out mm. just wear your mask wash your hands social distance and yeah I mean that's what I've been doing and or just been staying home and I've been doing school and you know that that's really it so I really don't have much to say about that you know it's it's I don't know. <laughs> I I
0: had I had spoken I had spoken to your sister and brother in law about this during the cause, because the um because when the, when this whole thing started I was a wreck right <laughs> like this whole thing that like I'm I I work from home anyway but I still like if you listen to the past episodes uh, I was very paranoid incredibly mm-hmm. paranoid. Especially since I had people in my family who ended up uh, getting COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. so it right. was yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh,
2: it it
0: was it was just it, it it was it was not a great it was not a great thing to it was not a great thing to hear. But luckily they're okay. Luckily they're okay. Thank goodness they're okay. But I after that I was like uh, okay. I I I I, th- I think I'm just gonna. You know, chill out for a while. I I I couldn't even hug my mother. That's how that's yeah. how bad it was. Yeah, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but talking to your talking to your sister and brother in law, they remind, they they made it seem like we're in the middle of a. They they called it a, a second childhood, right? Because while they were working from home, they were also they were also getting closer. They were catching up on TV shows. They were you know cooking. They were doing. You know, all the, you know, all this other fun stuff. And now they've, you know, and, and now they've developed their own podcast. So, you know, it's, you know, they're, they're just working on, on, on project after project after project. So I had to think, I had to rethink all of this. I'm like, yeah, we can't do everything that we, you know, that we, you know, that we wanted to, I can't just go to the mall cause it's only like a hop skipping a jump away from my apartment building. I can't just, you know you know go out and just take a you know just take a walk anywhere now now right. um now where i live things have gotten a whole lot better they're still not 100% where they were you know and things are shutting down
2: mm-hmm. um
0: but you know i feel a lot safer compared to when this whole thing started so but I'm glad to know that it really didn't affect you all that much because you were, you know, because you were, you yeah, used to, you <laughs> right, anybody, exactly. You know? <laughs> but I can't, I can't say anything. <laughs> I work from home, you know, right, right, right. From home. Yeah. My job is my job is my laptop and my editing programs. So yeah, so I can't really say much either. But yeah, I'm 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 glad that uh, that you weren't, you know, com- like, you know, like like just heavily triggered by it. Um, so, so I got, so I have a, um, so I have another question for you before we, uh, before we wind down. Okay. Um, so what would, what would you say to your younger self if they could, if, if she could see you now?
1: Oh my God, Kyle with the questions. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Okay. Um if I could talk to my younger self right about now, I, well, I'm going to cry Kyle. What are you trying to do to me Kyle? <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> okay. Uh anyway, um if I could speak to my younger self right now, I would tell them that you are stronger than you think. <sighs> Oh my god, Kyle. <laughs> what the heck think Kyle? Think about
0: me? it. Think about it if you need to. No problem. I'm
1: not, but you're going to make me cry, <laughs> Kyle. Um if I could speak to my younger self, I would tell my younger self that you're stronger than you think. You're extremely brave. Um when you feel like giving up, don't because you're loved and you are an incredible person and you make a lot of people happy and you have dealt with a lot of crazy stuff in your life, but you always see the light and you always accomplish it and you get through it and you're strong and you're brave and You're loved, and you're good enough, and you're worth it. You're so worth it, and never stop being you.
2: Are you crying?
0: (laughs) No. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. No. I mean, look, if I do, I'm not going to do it on mic.
1: I know. I was trying not to cry.
0: It was so Kyle. Okay, it's okay to cry. I it's know. Okay to cry. I haven't hit you with that with that question in a while. I remember one of the questions I used to ask you all the time was, do you love yourself?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you were like, some days you were like, yes. And other times you were like, oh, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But I think I think you could actually confidently say yes now. Yes,
1: I can confidently say that I love myself now. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Finally, it took me 29 years to actually really love myself. I I would say it before, like you're right, I would say it before, but I never truly believed it, and now I do, because I've proven to myself that I could do anything I put my mind to, and mm-hmm. I'm rocking it, and yeah, so... Absolutely.
0: Excellent, Jay. Excellent. (laughs) So, all right. So before we get out of here, anything you want to, anything else you want to say? Anything you want to, anything you want to plug? How do people uh, reach you?
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, first I want to say that anyone who is listening to this, know that you are worth it and you're good enough and believe in yourself. I know believing and accepting yourself are the most hardest things to ever do. But I'm telling you, it's a beautiful thing. Don't ever give up. You can do anything you put your mind to. And you're worth it. And take it minute by minute. Um, and if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at Marie underscore 0109. And if you want to find me on TikTok, <laughs> you can find me at Marie underscore 0109. So... Um and I'm gonna be eventually doing my own podcast for my own mental health soon. Uh, but that's to be announced. Um, so again, if you want to follow me on Instagram or TikTok, there'll be more information about that on there. Um but yeah, so awesome. thank you for having me, Kyle. <laughs> oh, thank
0: you for thank you for coming on. Yeah, I wanna I wanna personally thank you because we've had we've had talks like this before. Yes. Um, but I really think, I think this is one, I, I think this is one for the books because we've both come a long way, but I got it, but I really have to commend you and the, and the family for staying strong. I know that, Absolutely. you know, you had your, your, your disagreements, your ups and downs as everyone does, but right. I really have to give, I really have to give it up to you. And just about everybody who has been a guest on my, on, on my po- podcast so far that, you know, I've, heard their stories. I've gotten to, you know, I've, I've gotten to hear about their, their, their journeys and see the people that they have become, you know, like I've met with, with with mothers with with mental health issues, I've met with essential workers who are out there on the front lines trying to make sure that we're getting the food that we need, the 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 you know the proper the proper amenities and everything that we need to live, and they're and they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? And and I've met you know people like like you who have had um you know been wrongfully diagnosed by medical personnel. I you know that have been told that they are they aren't worth, they aren't worth anything by the people that, you know, that's also say they love them. You know what I mean? So I really have to, I really have to give it up to, to you as well as everyone that I have met on this, on this podcasting journey,
2: mm. Just
0: all the, all the love and props in the world, because really, you know, that, that just shows, that just shows that if you don't give up and you give yourself time and you give yourself the the space that you knew that you need because we all need it you know you you know what I mean we're only human beings we're not machines you know so just just be aware just know that you matter and you have a you know and you have a and you have a purpose and there's nobody else that can stop you but you so with Absolutely. that being said, thank you, Gina Marie, for coming on A for Able tonight.
1: Me.
0: Definitely. And we'll definitely ha- we'll definitely be back for, 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 for more. I got ideas. You down? Oh yes.
1: Absolutely. Whenever you want me to come back on your podcast, I will come back. Of
0: All course. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we'll be talking soon. Definitely check her out on TikTok. Thank you everyone for everyone for coming back for a new episode of A for Abled. And we will see you on the next broadcast. Remember, you're not alone.
1: Absolutely. Bye guys.
0: And we are.